Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I know I have been absent for a hot minute. Oh my gosh, I am so sorry. Life has been kind of crazy. Sickness, traveling, Um, all excuses, but I am back and excited to share with you guys some thoughts that I have been mulling over recently as I am honestly falling back in love with the network marketing industry, all thanks to Hugh and Grace. Uh, But I wanted to talk to you guys today a little bit about some misconceptions that people think either when they're in the industry or they think because maybe they're just ignorant and they've never had experience in this industry. And so I kind of want to talk to you guys a little bit about um, just some things that I have observed after, you know, kind of taking a step back, if you will, for a little while. And now that I am kind of jumping back in, I am seeing some trends and I wanted to kind of unpack those with you and then share how we as you know, coaches in this space, Monique and I uh, can help you if that is something that you are looking for. So There are five things that I'm going to talk to you guys today about that are what I believe to be misconceptions that you may have about your network marketing business or that you might have about this industry as a whole. So number one is really the thought process that social media is a magic pill. Oh my goodness. So, so many times I'll hear people say to me or, you know, whether they're on my team or not, maybe like, I I could never have the success that you have because I don't have the amount of friends that you have on Facebook, or I don't have enough followers on Instagram, or I don't even have an Instagram. So I could never do those things. Right. Or, you know, I just need to focus on going viral. Right. I just need to do this or do that. Right. And so a lot of times people think that if they're not good at social media or if they just if they just had the right caption and the right content if they just could just post you know consistently people will come right that whole thing like if you build it they will come well let's be honest you could have the absolute best coffee shop in the world like it is the best coffee you have ever tasted. It is like 
you know, homegrown, chemical free. Uh, you know, I mean, you grew the beans yourself and you <laughs> built this gorgeous location in the middle of a jungle or <laughs> the forest or whatever, right? It's like out in the woods, okay? It's in the woods. It's got this like treehouse vibe. It's super, you know, boho and trendy and you know, the perfect place to come work. It's only 10 minutes outside of the city, right? Come escape and work in the, I mean, now I'm sitting here thinking, is there a place like that? I would love to go work there. But anyway, my point being, you have made this gorgeous location, the best coffee, there's food, anything you could need to unplug and really work, you know, or connect with a friend or just to kind of escape, right? Okay, you could build this perfect thing but people are not going to come if they don't know about it. <laughs> and statistically, you guys, when you post something on social media, only about three to 4% of your friends are going to actually see your content. And there is research that states that someone has to see something seven to eight times before they're even willing to spend the money, right? And invest in either your product or your service or your offer, okay? And so at the end of the day, if we recognize that, okay, only three to 4% of the people on my even social media are going to see it, and of that, it's going to take them seeing that same concept but whether it's the product or the business or whatever it is that you're pitching seven times before they'll even purchase, what does that tell you? Well, it tells you two things. Number one, you can't put all your eggs in one basket, meaning you can't just rely on social media. You just can't. If I was launching that coffee shop, which by the way, doesn't that sound like a dream place? Like I'm over here saying, I need, a good, I need to find a place like this. I'm like, this sounds amazing. Um, but if I was launching that, I would be telling every single person I know. I would be like, hey, who do I know that can help me get the word out about this, right? Who do I know that I could connect with that either has an authority, that has a big audience, that has some pull in the community, right? Who can I connect with that could help me spread brand awareness? Um, and so I just want to encourage you to think about your business in that way, that just because you, someone has a big audience does not mean that converts to dollars. OK, it does not mean that as soon as they post something, millions of people are going to immediately purchase. Yeah, there are going to you're going to have people based on where you're marketing, whether it's in person, whether it's at your job, you know, if you have like a nine to five job, whether it's um, on social media. People are going to have success, immediate success based on their level of influence. But at the end of the day, you can't just post and ghost. You can't assume that if you post something on social media, people are going to immediately act. And so you've got to have boots on the ground, right? You've got to be thinking outside of the box. Like, what else can I be doing to build the business that I want? Okay. So number two. The misconception, the second misconception is that you have to build a business if you enroll with that company. All right, guys, this is a huge misconception in this industry. Now, can you, let me just preface this, okay, can you build a phenomenal million dollar, multi-million dollar, probably even a billion dollar business with your company? Yes, 100%. Guys, I know people that have done it. I've done it. <laughs> okay, I've done the thing. Can you do it? Yes. But do you have to do it? No. <laughs> um, chances are we all follow people that we really, really admire on social media. And 
It might be someone that they're a coach. Okay. So recently I was, I stumbled upon this powerhouse, like female Christian coach. I was like, man, she is just, I love her energy and how she's showing up. So naturally I clicked on her link in her bio just because I was like, Hey, I want to kind of see like, what are her offers? Like just from one coach to another, I wanted to know, like, what are some things that she is selling just because I liked her energy. I knew nothing about what she was selling, but I wanted to see what she was offering. And of course, you know, she has a podcast and, you know, she had some offers and some some free value. You could like download something she had, right? But she also had links to a network marketing company. And I immediately thought, huh, because chances are she has already built a business in that space and maybe went on to do something else. Because a lot of times we gain confidence because of network marketing and it leads us to a passion that we end up wanting to dive into, right? So whether it be you're like, I love social media so much and I had no idea. And so you want to teach people how to brand themselves and show up on social media. And, you know, maybe that becomes your passion because you learned how to do that through your business. All right. Do not feel guilty for chasing after your dream because you are attached to a company. Okay. So that's the first thing. But also sometimes people are affiliates. And so it might become part of your brand. Maybe you are um, in the health and wellness space and you're a chiropractor or you are a um, esthetician or you are, uh, I don't know, um, you have started out in one company and you're like, you know, but I really want to educate people on you know, this one thing. And maybe the industry that you're a part of does have to do with, or maybe, excuse me, the company that you are with has to do with your brand. And so maybe you're still going to share, maybe you're a coach, like a health coach. Okay. And so you sell, you know, maybe like four different things. Maybe you sell Pampered Chef because you are teaching people how to eat healthy. And so once a month you have a cooking class and you sell the products that are needed for the cooking class. Right. And then maybe part of your brand is that you are offering workouts. And so you do Beachbody, right, to accompany this. And so some, yes, there are some companies that do not allow you to do more than one thing. And so obviously check the guidelines. But a lot of them, if you are wanting to be more of an affiliate for their company, they're open to that. If anything, it creates more brand awareness. It makes them more money. And they're totally cool with that. So that is becoming more common in this space than you would probably have realized. And so I want to encourage you, if you're not happy with how you're running your business, but you love the company and you love the products or you love what their mission is, maybe think about how can you still you know, have success with that company, but not necessarily be tied to exactly how everyone else is building a business. All right. So number three, the third misconception that you might be having is that you have to be a social media guru. Oh my goodness. You guys, what's hilarious about this is I used to be like, you don't have to be a salesperson. You don't have to do this. You don't blah, blah, blah. And I, it's true. You don't, but you will learn all of those things. It's the same thing with social media. You don't have to have this massive following. In fact, if you have a smaller following, the conversion rate is going to be higher because you have a small, close-knit group of people that have trusted you enough to say, I want to hear what you have to say when you show up on social media. 
and your um, the analytics will probably show that you have more people looking at your content than if someone has like 200,000 followers, right? And so that's why micro-influencers have become a really big thing in today's social media market because those people very often are having a higher conversion rate. They may not be getting as much volume or as many people or whatever, or many eyes, but they're converting more people. So don't think that you have to have all this huge following and that you have to know how to do everything. Guys, the first time I created a reel, like if you were to scroll all the way down, okay, if you were to go to becky.baxter on Instagram and you were to scroll all the way down and look at my very first reel, you could tell I had no idea what I was doing. I was just playing around because I'm of the mindset that okay, if there is another opportunity for me to market myself in a free way, I need to do it, right? If these platforms are coming out with new things, then I need to be the one testing them out, right? Because if I'm going to be in front of more people and I'm going to teach my team and, you know, like want to have an authority, then I need to be showing up where people are watching. And so um, it's not that I knew what I was doing. I was just willing to try, right? And so you don't have to be a social media guru. You don't have to know all the things. You don't have to have this huge following. You just have to be willing to show up. And so I want to encourage you that if you're like overwhelmed by social media and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I don't even know like where to start or what to say. Um, there are some incredible resources that we offer inside of Multiply 2.0. I just want to put a plug for that. And we literally give you 12 weeks of content that walks you through um, exactly what to post on social media for 12 weeks. And we also in Multiply 2.0 teach you how to kind of separate yourself from your company, like identifying your niche and, you know, thinking through like, what do I want to be known for? And how can I share that on social media? So if that is something that you're struggling with, I would highly encourage you to enroll in Multiply 2.0. And just so you know, <laughs> just so you know, we are going to be offering a Black Friday special, um, not on Multiply 2.0, but something is coming, so um, stay tuned and pay attention because we are going to be offering something that will be a huge help if you are looking for social media support. Okay, so number four. So the fourth myth misconception you might have about your network marketing business is that my brand has to be based on my company. Okay, again, so this kind of ties into some of the other things that I've shared, but you do not have to necessarily always share the name of your company. Now, do I think it is kind of uh, taboo to just post and be like, message me to hear about what I'm doing and like, whatever. I mean, I think there's a time and a place for that to be like, ooh, if you want to hear, you know, before I announce this, whatever. But Guys, be bold about the company that you represent, but also you don't have to always necessarily be saying, oh, I am holding this, you know, Pampered Chef mix and chop and that is what I'm using. No, instead talk about like how, it, you know, I'm so I'm saving time tonight making throwing together this dinner that's, you know, kind of reminds me of Hamburger Helper, but blah, 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 and you're using the product or you're showing a picture of the product, but um, you can always have a call to action that says like, shoot me a message if you want to hear how you can grab the tools 
to make mealtime easier. Um, you know, if you want to grab these tools for free or discounted, right? And so there's always something that you can do uh, in your post, but you don't necessarily have to make your brand all about the company because here's the thing, okay? People join you. They don't join the company. If they wanted to join the company and not be a part of what you are building and what you, how you can support that person, they would just go to the website and sign up. Okay. But they're not doing that. They're joining you. And so if you want someone to be interested in why your team, why you, why be your customer, why be your client, then you need to share more about you. I know that sounds kind of silly, but like if you look at someone like, um, let me think, like Jenna Kutcher. I love her. I've been following her for years. And if you look at her profile, of course, she shares stuff about business. She's a powerhouse female entrepreneur and an author. But some of the stuff she is sharing is about her marriage and about body image and her struggle with her her weight and her health and how she's taken her health back, right? And she'll share things about her motherhood and like, you know, many things, a variety of things so that you feel like you know Jenna, you trust her because you know the person behind the brand, the person behind the offer. And so why would someone want to buy, you know, Beachbody On Demand? Why would someone want to buy Plexus? You know, why would someone, you know, what is your story, right? If someone is like, I'm selling Plexus and no one, I'm talking about all the benefits of what it can do, but no one, uh, you know, is buying it and I don't understand. Okay, well, did you share with them the, you know, trauma you went through after your delivery and how you had some horrible anxiety and postpartum. And because of Plexus, it gave you the energy needed to pull yourself out of it, right? That is an inspiring story that people can relate to and that people want to hear and be like, wow, I want to be a part of her, like her team. Like she understands, right? And also you're speaking to someone that maybe needs to hear that there is help, right? And so I want to just encourage you that you don't necessarily have to always talk about your product, but you need to be sharing about you because that is, you are the brand, okay? You are your brand. You don't have to be like, this is my brand, this company. No, you are. And within your own brand, you have to decide like, what are the like content pillars? Obviously, one of them is going to be your network marketing company or like if you're a realtor or if you're whatever, but that's not all you're going to share about right? You're going to share about if you're um, a nurse, you know, you might be passionate about the fact that you've been able to start a side hustle and you're a nurse and you're able to, um, you know, still be present and do all these things because, you know, on your breaks at work, that's when you're connecting with people or whatever, right? So my point being, it is, <laughs> you do not have to brand yourself based on your company, which also leads me to number five. So the fifth misconception that you might have about your network marketing business is that you have to market what the company offers. Okay, so here is something I want you to think about. So just in general, companies on a whole are trying to give you the tools and resources and offers to help you have success. Yes, but they are also looking at the end number. And there's probably saying, okay, if we sell this much of this product, right? Or if we have this many people enroll at this price and can, you know, they convert to bring on this many customers, right? They're doing all of these numbers. And so they're throwing offers 
tons of offers, offer after offer, I can't talk, after offer at us, which is great, right? Like we love it when they're giving us those kinds of tools and things to discount. But you also don't want to be known as a discount brand. Like, okay, she's always going to be offering some kind of promotion or she's always going to be offering blah, blah, blah. Because then it discounts the product itself. It discounts you as a brand because then who is going to actually pay full price for what you're selling? And so, you know, one thing to think about, um, instead of being confusing your audience and overwhelming yourself by every single time they're throwing out an offer, take a step back. Maybe at the beginning of the month, they're sharing all of these offers with you and say, okay, out of all of these things, what is the one offer that I could focus on this month that would move the needle in my business? And so one of them might be, maybe they're doing some kind of recruiting promotion. Okay. And so maybe they have brought in this brand new kit, which is what my company did. And it is amazing. Now there's also holiday sets and there's also, you know, new boost. And there's also, you know, there's all these new things that like my company is doing and I could easily market all of those. But instead, what I told myself and my team was that what's going to move the needle the most in our business is selling the highest kit period. Like if we market that and we bring people in, you know, that's for one, we're, they're saving a ton of money anyway. So we're doing them a favor, right? We're getting people to build the business or raving fans and it's going to boost our volume. And so instead of focusing on the holiday sets and this, now, while I might share them on occasion in my stories, I'm not really going to post much about that on my wall and in my conversations. I'm not talking about anything other than the big kit. I will say like, hey, we're, you know, here are some other offers. Here's some other things that you can check out. But this is the moneymaker because, you know, you're going to get a crazy amount of products for a crazy deal, right? So I just want to encourage you that while your company may be giving you a ton of promotions and we need those things. So like companies, if anyone at corporate is listening to this, please keep doing your job. <laughs> but I want to encourage people, don't confuse your audience. And instead think about like maybe you're running some kind of big mega customer appreciation party. And so the main thing you need to focus on is maybe there's a free gift with purchase or if people spend $100, they get free shipping. And so that's what you're focused on is how can I get people to $100 all month long? That's what you focus on is what, how can I get people to $100? Talk about the free shipping. Talk about, you know, the products, the sets that are exactly $100, right? And so instead of sharing the guest special, the host special, the new onboarding thing that you just launched and sharing 72 things while you can have a strategy to still plug those things in your community and in your network and on social media, I wouldn't necessarily encourage you to talk about them all month long. And the same thing goes with supporting your team. While we want our team to be earning the incentive trip and do this, instead think about what is the one thing if you were to help them accomplish one thing that they would help them earn everything else, right? And so for some people, they're like, okay, I want them to earn the incentive trip because they're really excited about it, but you know, they're gonna have to do X, Y, and Z, and then we're gonna have to track, and then they're gonna have to sell this much. No, instead say, okay, I know that if they promote to this level, they're already one step ahead and that much closer to earning the incentive trip. So I'm not even gonna talk about the points. I'm not even gonna address it. Instead, we're gonna unpack and we're gonna focus on this promotion. And so um, I hope that these 
misconceptions that we have been talking about have kind of opened your eyes and also given you permission to do things differently, guys. That is what we are all about at Scrip and Baxter. And so, yes, this is my podcast, the Socially Selling with Becky Baxter podcast, but I am part of Scrip and Baxter LLC. And that is my business partner, Monique and I. And we are so passionate about teaching people how to still have insane success within this industry, but giving you permission to do it different. Like it doesn't have to be, I mean, let's face it. Comparison is the thief of joy. And so if your passion is not really in, you don't light up when you think about doing a virtual party, but you love creating TikToks. Okay, go launch your business in an insane way and pour your time into TikToks and reels and creating content for that and study the best practices of people who are having success in that space. That's okay. All right. You do not have to do what everyone else is doing. You are meant to stand out. And so I want to send you guys an offer today. So Monique and I recently created a free mini course, and this is our tried and true, what is called the multiply method. And this is going to help you essentially have a six figure business strategy for your network marketing company. So I'm going to invite you to go through that free mini course because there is so much value inside. Plus we included a bonus video on developing leaders. Um, if you decide you want to apply for multiply. So I want to encourage you guys to check that out. It is free. And then of course we do talk a little bit about multiply 2.0. So if that's something at the end of the video that you are like, Oh my gosh, I've got to get in this program, which everyone should go through. Really, truly, I believe every person, even if you are a leader among leaders, this is so valuable and would give you some insane content to share with your team. So I hope you guys are having a fantastic start to your November. I can't believe the holiday season is coming at us so, so fast. And I just appreciate you guys. Of course, feel free to give me a shout out on Instagram, tag me in your stories at um, Becky.Baxter. And you can also tag um, Script and Baxter as well on Instagram and give us a follow as we are trying to build up that audience and just get the word out there that you can still have success and have a passion for this industry without sacrificing what's most important to you. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.